Hey, go-getters, I believe you must go after your divine purpose and live in your truth. You must be ready to achieve your goals if you're listening to this podcast. I'm Reb D, a gold digger coach. It's not about wanting more. It's about getting your piece of the pie and enjoying it. Please do me a favor and rate this podcast and write a review. You can also follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at 2020 Radical Gold Diggers and share this podcast link with others who are ambitious like yourself. And remember, a better you makes a better world. Hey, it's me, Reb D from 2020 Radical Gold Diggers. Hey, do me a favor, subscribe to this podcast and be inspired every day. Today we have a special guest, my groom for 32 years, Sean. Sean and I are going to share our truth about what kept us married. Many marriages end in divorce for a lot of different reasons. Some needed to be dissolved while others may have been able to been saved if both parties were willing to do the work. Did you know out of all marriages, only 17% are happy according to one survey? Well, that's a very low percentage. Our goal for this podcast series on To Death Do Us Part is to promote having faith in your marriage. Listen to us as we review our own marriage vows and speak to the reality of those vows from our perspective. Listen. Sean, I really got to laugh. If any man can show just cause why they may not lawfully be joined together, let him now speak or forever hold his peace. Now, I believe that there should have been some people that stood up when we were getting married at 23 years old. We're both the same age because being, uh, having grown kids in, in the way they were at 23, that's, that was crazy. I'm like the emoji hitting myself on the forehead like... Who in the world let us get married at 23? Because we were so not mature. But it's it's really nice that we had a family rallying around us and and really were committed to helping us make a powerful marriage. So just looking at the vows here, you know, the first thing the minister is, you know, he's going to start saying, will you obey him? And he's looking dead at me. Will you obey him and serve him, love, honor, and keep him in sickness and in health and forsaken all others? But the funny part, when your part comes along, it doesn't say, will you obey me? (laughs) So, you know, I really got to laugh about that. Will you obey him and serve him? Well, in our marriage, it was more of a partnership, you know. I think there's some areas where, you know, um, I absolutely obeyed you as, as being, you know, the man and, you know, and there were certainly areas where, you know, I know that you obeyed me, you know, as being, you know, the woman or, or, um, your wife, you know? So I think that one could go on 
both sides <laughs> in this day and age. What do you have to say to that? Yeah, but it, this, the, the, those vows weren't written in this day and age. Right. The vows Absolutely were written at a, at a different time mm-hmm. when that was the norm. That was what the expectation was. Right. You know, I mean, and, and, and it, I don't think that it was important that it stay in or be removed or whatever because right. your commitment is your commitment and it's it's I, I believe that's however we choose to you know to 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 live out our vows in our relationship is how we're going to do it and, right. but as I think the key is that you do it and keep those things in mind as a guide right. on how we should live our life absolutely well said well said Okay, so let's go on. Let's let's unpack these vows right now. Um, it says here, for better, for worse. For better, for worse. I, I think a lot of marriages fail right there because they just, they're not in it for, you know, those bad days. What do you have to say to that? Yeah, I, I think it's unfortunate. Um, I, I, I think that folks... Um, aren't really in it for the worse. Everybody's in it for the better. Mm. Uh, but but when the worst happens, um, you know that's when that's when people bail out. And you know after you get past that is where the reward is. That's where the building part of the of the of the relationship comes in. That's where the meat comes in. Right. Is the bad part and getting over it and getting back to the good part and learning from, from, from where you just came. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I don't think people really have a respect for what I would like to call the healing process. Okay. Um, you know, of course if you if you get hurt, you you know, you you you're asking God to heal Whatever it is, you get sick, you're asking God to heal it. But it, it's the same in marriage. You, when, when things go wrong, we have to ask for that healing process and be, and be able to honor it. You know, that you can heal from this if you both are willing to, you know, get past it. You know, I, I believe that we both um, plug into each other. You know, and um, that better for worse is is something that, you know, it's going to take two people to recover from. Right. But I, I think that also the part and that's it's true. It's two people. But nowadays, a lot of folks live their relationships, relationships out on social media, mm, you know, or, or wow. they're telling everybody in their family about their relationships. So I think part of the problem and I probably shouldn't be thinking about what motivates other people. Um, but what, what, what happens is that we, we, we become embarrassed to go Mm. back to the person because we made this big spectacle and told the whole world that we were pissed off and we hated them. And now you're going to, now you now I got to go back to them in front of all of the world. So Mm. I think that when, when we do those things that, you know, we have to have certain aspects of our relationship that you have to keep to yourself. Amen. Sometimes those struggles that you have to go through, you don't necessarily need to pull in somebody else's advice. Um, you don't necessarily need those things from unmarried or unwedded folks or folks who don't understand the struggle and things that you're going through. You know, I, I, that's that's not what you need to do. You need to live your life what's best for your family. Right, 
Right. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's, it's your marriage, <laughs> you, you know, and, and you have to live in your marriage. You know, people can give advice and thank God we had very seasoned people that nurtured our marriage. And hence why I'm sure we're still married today because of, of their guidance. But, um, people have to, to really realize that they have to, um, understand that there will be a healing process when things do, um, get to worse. You know, it's sad to say out of all marriages, they said that only 17% of them are actually happy marriages. And I, that to me is pretty low. Uh, yeah, but you know, all right. Happy is relative. You know, I mean, what do you, one person's happy might just be another person's regular. I, I don't think that happy is the goal. I think that, 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 that building and living a life is the goal. I'm not happy every 20, every hour of the day, not in right. the marriage, but in uh-huh. life. Uh-huh. That's not what life is. How happy are you percentage of your day? That exactly. might be 17%. You know, so I I don't think that that's I don't think that that's important. I think that we put too much pride, too much, too much emphasis on that piece and say, I'm not happy. I'm not getting this. I'm not getting that. But when you're in a marriage, you're in it together. You have to build. There's going to be bad times and that bad time might not be your time. That bad time might be your partner's time. That bad time might be your children's time. That bad time might be you taking your pet to the vet. But that diminishes your happiness. But it's not all about your happiness. It's about building a relationship right right absolutely and marriage is is a is a moving train you it's it's going and it's evolving and it's it's going to areas that are could be to some rocky mountains and then you can be going through some smooth areas so it's it's a process marriage is growth you know it's it's about growing in in that relationship and as far as what is happy that's that's a, a, a something that has to be defined by the cup the couple. What is happiness to you? Not even by the couple. I think it's by the individual. Yeah. It's not even by the couple. It's, yeah. I think it's to to be on the same page. Or are we talking apples and oranges? Or are we talking apples and apples? So it's communication. You know, are we are we on the same page of what happiness may look like? Um, to each other. So, you know, and that comes out over time, you know, out, out the gate. We didn't know we, we were happy before we got married because we liked a lot of the same things. We were friends. We were having a good time. And, and I believe at that time that, that happiness is what happiness was then, but that changed down the line that completely morphed into something totally different. And, and to God be the glory, it morphed into something so much better than we knew at 23 when we got married. So moving on, the next vow was for richer, for poor. Richer, for poorer. Well, I, you know, today it means something different than it did before. Okay. Um, you know, before it was just the expectation of the man providing for his family. Uh, today it's... Uh, now it's you know people comparing um, uh, uh, so uh, their uh, their credit scores to see mm. if they're going to be able to to build with each other. 
Um, it was different. I think that our when we got married was the last time that it was the more traditional sense of of what of building a life together uh, of of you know of of not of coming from having nothing to building whatever it is that we're going to have together. And I don't think richer or poorer um, is 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 important um, because as long as you have each other, you can. You know, money's gonna come and go. It's gonna. Oh, we've had. You know that money gonna come had and go. So much money, you know, mm-hmm. and and it's not, and it's you know been from different blessings and different right. tragedies and and different Absolutely. things. God will provide. He has. You know, but I, I I think that you know to put an emphasis on that and you know because they it now it it's a different story if someone is unwilling mm. to do their part. But, you know... Not pulling their weight. Right. Well, unwilling to pull their weight. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily not pulling. Because you can look at someone and see that they're trying to do everything that they possibly can. I remember, uh, n- you know, not a not a marriage-related thing, but uh, w- when, when we had a family member staying at our house, uh, he was... I saw him every single day open up that newspaper, that Newsday, and with his red magic mark and circling every job he possibly can and right. sending out letters and doing all of this. Right. And, and, and he never got that. He ended up back in jail. Oh. But, but, his, but he tried he as did. hard as he possibly could. And I yeah. saw that and wis- witnessed it. So can you hold somebody responsible for, for, you know, for the poorer part of that <laughs> richer if, if, if they're doing everything they can to change their condition? Right. Right, absolutely. And then you got to look at richer for poor, you know, it, it didn't say if you had money or if you didn't have money, we, we, we're probably suggesting that it means finance, you know, but um, I believe that it's for richer for poor, it is, is, is so much more than, than money when, when you look at that for me. You know, I just don't see money for richer for poor. And like you said, we could just be me and you in the room and we just have a plate of food that 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 would that to me would be the richest because we had each other. Exactly. I believe that, you know, that's very, very relative. You know, does somebody need a million dollars or do you just need like you just said, you know, your favorite meal? You know what? What? It's it's all relative, you know, Mm -hmm. and I think that people uh, put too much emphasis on in this in this really capitalistic view of the world that we have today it you know because you don't need as much to be happy as you might think that you do amen that now that is the truth okay that is the truth you know um it's so commercialized people are looking into other people's worlds and and thinking it's really like that and it is it is really not you know the next vow is in sickness and in health sickness and in health well I, I I think I can really speak to that because um you know I was healthy for a long time and then boom I was in sickness and couldn't walk for six months and had to completely rely on you Sean to help me to do everything and I mean wash me to the to the bathroom for everything I had to rely on you and um you were absolutely there I mean you actually were the epitome of this verse that you did put your money where your mouth 
was, and I had no idea that that you would even do that, you know. And and was I expecting it? And if, I guess I was. I was like, well, you know, Shauna, Shauna, take care of me, you know. And I didn't, I didn't have to say, well, I hope he take care of me. I believed that you would, and and you did more than what I could imagine. So I thank you for that, for nurturing me. I believe your love nurtured me more than anything back to being able to walk because at one point they didn't even know that. So. Right. But I was, I was, I've always been a um, caregiver. I always love taking care of the kids. I always love making people, you know, not making people happy, but, um, you know, taking care of folks the best I can. Um, it's, it, you know, if, if love is an action, then, um, you know, caregivers give love, and I've always been a caregiver, and I, and it's not uh, uh, something that I, I would ever uh, wish that I wasn't, um, because I, I believe you can show folks how much you love them, as opposed to just saying it, because words are empty and actions are full. Amen. I like that. You know, and that that moves us right into our next vow to love and to cherish. You know, I, I can honestly say, uh, Mr. Mason, you don't say I love you, Dietra, very much. But when you say it, you say it. But what you do do, and, and I'll take this over, you saying it to me, is your actions. You show me in everything that you do, whether it be a cooked meal or, you know, just being ahead of, of, of a situation and say, you know, okay, well, let's do this. I mean... Every little thing you do to me speaks volume to the word of love. Uh, well, that's why it, you know I. That's just who I am, and I and I, 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 you know, people express things differently. You know, it might mean more to you to say it because you might need to hear it. You know, but for me, I'm the opposite. I, you know, don't tell me, show me. You right. know, and and I right. and I. You know, and I try to show it all the time. You know, the words are empty. I said that already. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't need to hear it. You know, I, I maybe you do, and I apologize for not <laughs> no, saying no, it all you the don't time. Have to, but though. I was just but, making a point. Yeah, I know that. I, I understand, <laughs> but I know, but that's that's what you need. Uh-huh. You know, but everybody needs different things, and yeah. it's up to me to know how to fulfill it. I give it the best I can by doing what. I can, and I guess that's how I like to receive it by action as opposed to just words. Yeah, I've made it a joke with you these many years that we've been together, and I say, Sean, why do you love me? And you, you would just, oh my God, you, you would just, you would get so like, oh my God, and, and this has gone on as a, as a, a joke in our marriage, you know, and and I just thank God that you know I didn't have to say it a lot to you and that you feel my love is as well and in my actions so you know all right our next one is till death do us part to death do us part Mm. well i think that um that's the only vow that actually matters because wow you can't um get to the death till death do uh till death do us part unless you do all the other ones okay so you know i i never went into it uh, thinking anything other. It's always been my intention to um, 
to 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 make this happen right and to make whatever sacrifices in life that I have to do to make that part of the vow happen uh the rich and poor sickness and health you know like came but you know but 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 it's it's up to you to live and build a life with that person and 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 it's not complete until the end yep that is true that is true okay well i i agree with that so i don't have too much more to say on that but the this final vow here according to god's holy ordinance according to god's holy ordinance i i pledge you my faith Okay, well, you know, I, I definitely um, believed at 23 years old that even though I wasn't a practicing Christian, I knew emphatically I wanted God to bless our union. That I knew in my 23-year-old mind. And um, I can still remember the prayers of the pastor at the time, which when he prayed for us, sound like he was had a direct line to God. <laughs> he sounded like God the way he was saying it, and I, and that to me was very important that our our wedding um, be blessed by God, and and I was agreeing that when the minister was asking me those things, that I did mean them, that I would try wholeheartedly to do those things and I certainly um you know pledge you my faith and I tell anybody right out the gate if you don't have faith in your marriage I don't know where you're going you know you gotta have faith in in the marriage to 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 work at it because it's going to require work what do you have to say about that last verse well um I don't, um, I, I, I don't even recall it because me and the groomsmen had the bachelor party the night before. <laughs> so I was just waiting to hear a thump of whoever's body hit the ground first. I that's um, the truth. That was amazing. <sighs> I, and, and, and no idea, uh, about that. But what I do know is that, you know, I came from a family you know, that folks like my grandfather, uh, Deacon Lloyd, um, and, 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 and my other, other grandparents, you see that their marriages were, they were, they were married. My yes. grandparents, my great grandparents, I didn't know any other examples. way. Exactly. And I, and I knew, and I didn't know that you could even get married without God being part of the ceremony. So right. I didn't I didn't know that that was an option. I didn't know that the marriage part took place at the justice at the at the, at the courthouse right. and then the ceremony happened at the church. I had no idea, but it didn't matter. I didn't it, it didn't matter to me. What the only thing that mattered is that, you know, I I, I knew that there was God was at the center of the relationship and of everything that everybody does. Right. Um, but you know, my commitment was to you. My commitment was to, to to our future family. My commitment was to honor what I learned from my parents and grandparents, and 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 theirs was based on God. And I only did what I followed. I only did 
what was taught to me, you know, and, and, and I appreciated that because that's why we're here now. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, um, it's that biblical verse in Genesis, um, that talks about, you know, a man, uh, will leave his parents to marry a wife and then they become one. And that is a mystery and being married for 32 years, that to me is true. I mean, I do feel like we we have become one in a, in in some type of mysterious way. So I believe that there definitely definitely was God's divine providence and blessing over our marriage that we were able to reap the blessing of feeling like we are a union, you know, and our souls are connected, you know, and I, and I tell people, you know, our marriage got strengthened by our weaknesses. And it was in those weekdays that strengthened our marriage that when, when, when the weekdays came again, we were stronger because we had dealt with these situations before. So I just believe that, you know, we have to continue in, in our marriage to plug into each other and to reap the, the powerful blessing of, of a marriage union. So, so that, that can only happen if you are committed to, to working through the problems, right. to work, you know, and, and honoring or li- at least understanding the vows, understanding that each one isn't a, isn't an ending point. You know, it's just something to make you realize that you have more to do, that you have a longer way to go, that the sickness and health is going to come. You know, the richer and poorer is going to come. Right. You know, and death is going to happen. It is. You know, it is. but the thing is, what we have to do is be mindful that these this is a this is the journey. This is the whole journey. And and you don't get off, you know when it's when it's convenient or or getting a little hard or you know there are deal breakers i get it yes there are going to be yes. deal breakers but some of the things that, that that make people uh you know separate now are not deal breakers no you know they're not deal breakers that's just a, that's just a stumbling block that could have been turned into a stepping stone but you won't know if you jump shit you'll never you'll never receive the the, the the blessing unless you see it to the end and you know I, I for those that have tried and tried their best and one uh, one spouse you know wasn't in it committed as you the same as you were I I understand if you have to you know Dissolve make a, it. exactly but yes. the, but the goal is to do it until sickness and health richer and poorer until death do you part yes well to God be the glory for allowing us these 32 years and I pray that he will continue to bless us and we got more coming on marriage and and it's uh good days and it's bad days so thank you Sean Mason love you love you see he said it Hey, Radical Gold Diggers, I hope you got a gold nugget out of this podcast to help you nail your goals. Please do me a favor and rate this podcast and write a review. You can also follow me on Instagram, 
Facebook, and TikTok at 2020 Radical Gold Diggers and share this podcast link with others who are ambitious like yourself. And remember, a better you makes a better world. Gold Diggers. I just want to thank you for tuning into this podcast. And I'm a life coach and I love building confidence and helping you achieve your goal. So do me a favor, subscribe to this podcast and be inspired every day.